everyone and welcome to another episode of literally just talking and today everyone before i do anything say anything get into anything i just want to say that i appreciate all of my listeners um but i want to give a special shout out to my listeners in brussels belgium wow that is so crazy to me like that i reached you guys all the way over there that's so amazing Um, You guys are awesome, and I appreciate you. Um, Before I get into what I want to talk about today, um, I do want to let you guys know that I have a YouTube channel. Um, Right now, it's just a few videos up there, just about the podcast, you know, giving like little updates and, you know, previews of episodes for uh, the podcast. And you can find it at literally J-U-S-T-A-L-K-I-N-G. So that's literally just talking. Um, So yeah, let's just dive in. Um, I've kind of had like a crazy couple of weeks. I've been dealing with like so much um, with my dad passing and then just like being a mom every day, day to day things. Um, My youngest has just been like officially diagnosed with asthma. Um, So that's been pretty like, I don't want to say crazy, but you know, it's been an adjustment just to like, you know, making plans for her for like when she goes to school and making plans for her, like when she does catch a cold and you know, just how to handle those things. Basically just being like on top of it, making sure that everything's in place when, you know, she needs her meds or anything like that. Um, also like picture day is coming up and I've got three kids. So like if you're any parent knows like picture day is pure chaos because you typically you know you have one outfit for them that they go to school in and then an outfit that they change into in case they like you know mess up their clothes like you know the backup outfits you know (laughs) for girls you send your hair products or you know your combs your brushes to make sure that they look good right before the picture and it's like basically a whole day of just trying to keep them tidy and clean and put together. (laughs) Um, So yeah, picture day is coming up and um, all three of them will be taking pictures this year. And that's pretty exciting. I'm also trying to get the school to do like a group picture of all three of them. And then there are three separate pictures. So that's like a whole (laughs) nother thing in itself. yeah, so my la- the last two weeks have been kind of like um, really busy, more busy than usual, um, trying to figure out what to do with my dad's car. Now, emotionally, I just want to keep it, you know, um, but financially, uh, it's not one of the smartest decisions. The car is old and he still owes money on it. And, um, yeah, it just doesn't seem like a good investment to make. It seems like, you know, it would be more of, um, a task to keep it. Um, but I haven't settled on a, on a decision yet. So yeah, we'll see where that takes me. Um, yeah, speaking of my dad, um, 
I really do just miss having his presence around. You know, it's nothing like losing a parent. You know, they're always there for you all the time whenever you need them. And listen, I was one of those like daddy's girls, like always, always with my dad when I was a kid. And then even when I grew up, like I constantly, constant. when I say constantly, I mean all the time, like called him all day, every day. Like I could speak to him eight o'clock in the morning and then like maybe an hour or two later, I'm calling him like, Hey, what you doing? <laughs> He's just like, I'm doing the same thing I was doing when the first time you called me, you know? Um, so like, yeah, just really, really attached to my dad and not having him here has been, I would say more than a, than an adjustment. Like I'm still not to a place where I feel like, okay, like this is my new norm. Like I'm still in that phase of like, oh my God, what is happening? And this can't be real. Um, and my middle child, uh, my oldest daughter, her birthday just passed and we celebrated that. And that was like, so amazing just to watch her like grow another year and to think about the year that has passed and how much she's changed and how much she's growing into her own personality um that has been amazing um but having a whole celebration and my dad not being there like that was just really hard um for me um and then after you know uh, everyone left and the party was over. Um, my son, my oldest child kind of had like a breakdown and he's just like, you know, um, I really miss Grampy's and I'm just like, I know the feeling I'm here with you, you know, and we kind of just talked it out and we just, you know, sat with each other and just really, I gave him that time that he needed to just like cry and spill out his feelings and, you know, that, that those few minutes of feeling really, really bad about a really, really horrible thing that had just happened in his life. And then, um, you know, we cried about it and then we kind of like put ourselves together and we kept moving. Um, my mom was really big on that. She would always tell me like, take your five minutes and then, you know, get up and keep going. You know, because life is hard and sometimes you do need that five minutes to just let it all out, but you can't stay there. You know, you got to keep living and you got to keep pushing and you got to keep going. Um, so, yeah, my daughter just turned five. That is crazy. I feel like she was just born yesterday. <laughs> um, yeah, so she just turned five and... She is like becoming her own self. I told you like, that's my child who's my mom and your mom too. <laughs> she is just like really, really growing into herself and her personality. And she's becoming like so funny. Like she's just like really becoming funny, cracking jokes. And it's just like, wait, that was actually funny. <laughs> so um, those are all the things that have been happening um, in these past two weeks, it just, you know, I, I feel like it's been so much, you know, I mean, emotionally more than anything, more than physically, emotionally, it's just been a lot, a lot of feels, a lot of heavy feelings, a lot of light feelings, a lot of good feelings, you know, um, 
just thinking about the passing of my dad and then looking at my daughter gaining another year of her life. Like just so many things have been going on. Um, but God is good. So um, today I always talk about my dad and my mom. I feel like I just want to give like a little bit of background about my parents, how they met. And um, yeah, so let's dig into that. My dad, uh, God rest his soul. My dad was, as a kid, he was pretty rough. Okay, like he was, he was pretty rough, but most boys are, right? Most boys are rough. Um, my dad's family, his mom and his dad, they're from, well, they were from, God rest their souls, they were from um, Alabama. So they moved here right before my dad was born. And he is one of, well, he was one of 15 siblings. 15. When I hear that, I be like, there's no way. Like, I can't even imagine it. And then, like, my dad and my uncles and my aunts used to tell me stories about, like, all of them living in one house. And I'm just like, yo, I have no idea how y'all did it because I think about me being raised in a house with just my brother and my sister. And I'm like, there were times I just wanted to go crazy. Like, oh, my God, they used to drive me nuts. So I could never imagine living in a house with 15 other brothers. It's like, no way. But yeah, so he his family moved to New York right before he was born. And he was born in Queens General. I think it was Queens General back then. I don't know what it's called now. Like Queens, I don't know, whatever it's called. Um, but if you say Queens General, everybody knows which hospital you're talking about. So he was born there in 1959 and um, they lived in New York ever since, you know? Um, and he grew up in St. Albans, right where I'm from. Um, and he met my birth mom. Now my birth mom and my mom, like you'll hear me say, oh, my mom, this, and that is my mother. That is the woman who raised me, who I love dearly. Um, and then you'll hear me say like, oh, my birth mom. Um, my birth mom, she gave birth to me, obviously, birth mom. Um, but she passed away when I was like, I want to say like three-ish, four, somewhere around that time period. I don't remember everything clearly because so much has happened, um, obviously, since then I'm grown. So my dad met my birth mom right here in Queens. Um, she was not from Queens, though. She was from Brooklyn. And she was from, like, um, like Brownstone, Brooklyn, is what we call it in Queens. Um, so she was from, like, uh, I don't want to say, her family wasn't rich, but they were comfortable, yeah, they were comfortable and um, they kind of had this idea of who she should be and how she should live her life. And, you know, anytime you come from um, a family with money, they kind of have almost like your life mapped out for you. And she basically just did not agree with the life that they wanted her to live. Um, 
she was very, very rebellious to the life that they wanted her to live and how they thought that she should live and who they thought that she should be. So, you know, she kind of ended up, you know, traveling through the boroughs and somehow ended up in Queens meeting my dad. Um, <laughs> two different walks of life. Um, but yeah, she met my dad and, um, like I said, she was very rebellious. Um, she actually ended up in foster care, uh, around like 17, 18. And, um, that's really how she ended up meeting my dad. Well, she ended up in foster care. Her foster mom was located in Queens. And um, after she turned 18, you know, she still visited her foster mom. She still visited her friends out in Queens. And, and that's really how she ended up meeting my dad. And they had me. <laughs> they had me, but they were not the best couple. Like, they just, they were kind of like toxic, fighting, arguing, loving, breaking up, getting back together. And, um, you know, after I was born, they kind of just called it quits. Like they were just like, yeah, this is not working out. You know, babies change things. Um, so after I was born, they called it quits. And my dad met my mom. And I remember him telling me that he had never experienced the love, like the love that he had for my mom, not my birth mom, my mom. Um, and he said that that was the kind of love that helped him grow and change into, you know, really becoming a man. Um, and they met around the time, um, I guess I, it might've been like maybe a year after I was born, he said. So they had met and they were dating and they were together. And then my birth mom passed away when I was like four. So when she passed away, um, my sister had already been born. So she was like a year old. So my mom and my dad, not my birth mom, had a child and she was like a year old when my mom passed away. So at that time, um, my dad didn't have custody of me. So things were different. Like back in the 90s in New York, like your mom basically like had custody of you when you were born if your parents weren't married. Things are different now. Like now, you know, once your dad signs the birth certificate, he also signs this form acknowledging paternity, which kind of gives him like, you know, um, equal rights to you as your mom. Um, so back then it was a little different. My dad didn't really have custody of me. And, um, when my mom passed away, they put me into, um, foster care. Yeah. Craziness. They put me into foster care because my dad didn't have legal, legal custody of me. So, um, while I was in foster care, my dad basically had to, um, you know, fight the system, let them know that, that he was my dad. He wanted to like, you know, come get me out of their custody, like just wild crazy. Um, but 
as I got older, I learned that my mom was really like pushing him. Like my mom was like getting all the paperwork. My mom was um, just like, you know, arranging all the court dates and all this other stuff. So she was really like, my dad did want to get me, you know, my mom was really on top of that shit, getting all the papers, making all the legal dates, get making sure that everything was done and that he was like doing everything that he could so that she and him could come and get me. Um, Cause by that time I had met her like a number of times and I had already decided in my heart at four years old that this woman was my mom. Like she, she, you know, she was just amazing. Like if you ever, if you ever would have gotten a chance to meet her or if you talk to anybody that has ever met her, they would have told you like, this soul was one that God literally created for this earth and there was not another soul on this earth or on this planet that was ever like her. Um, so yeah, when I met her, I was like, yeah, that's my mom. Like I started calling her mom and she didn't, she didn't like correct me or have any feelings about it. Like she already knew what it was. I'm like, <laughs> we both had an understanding from that time. Like you're my mom, I'm your daughter, that's it. Um, so yeah, um, she was pushing my dad and she was getting all the paperwork done and everything like that. And I still remember the day that they came and got me from like foster care. Like I still remember that day. Um, her, my dad, um, my Nana and her twin sister, like everybody was there. Like they all came to get me from foster care and it was like the happiest moment of my life not to say that when I was in foster care it was like horrible it wasn't the best but you know we'll talk about that on another episode <laughs> so yeah when they came to get me I just remember it, it being like the best day of my life like um, I was so happy, so relieved, like I could literally just feel my spirit like being lighter. Um, and yeah, they came and got me and they raised me. Like my mom raised me as her own child. She loved me as her own child. She disciplined me as her own child. Like there was no, like there was no singling me out. There was no like treating me different. Obviously, like we didn't have the same um, chemical bond as she had with her children that she birthed, like my brother and my sister. But honestly, I grew up and I felt no different. Like I felt no different than a, a normal daughter would with her mom. Um, so yeah, that's basically how that happened. And um, honestly, I wouldn't have had it any other way. I feel extremely blessed to have had my parents be my parents. Um, my mom was very like educated, you know, very driven very focused in life and I learned a lot of lessons from her um and I believe that I am the mom that I am today because she was the mom that she was to me very loving very accepting very open very um just amazing <laughs> just amazing like an amazing mom like I always felt loved I never felt 
like oh I don't want to be here and I never felt like oh she's treating me different I never felt those things from her and honestly I just felt overwhelmed with love and acceptance from her from her family um just love is all I ever got from her um and that's why you will never hear me refer to her as like, oh, my stepmom or my half mom. Like, I don't even know what term it is because she was just always my mom. Um, and my dad was very, uh, he, <laughs> I'm laughing about it because as a kid, there were times when, you know, I just felt like, oh, my dad. You know, he's so rough and he's so mean. And But as an adult, you kind of see like, okay, like you get it. Like he was raised differently than my mom was. Like my mom, her parents were very like, um, if you would have asked her, she would have told you her parents were hippies. Um, I don't think they were hippies. I just think that they were very big on like gentle, like, child rearing like letting you learn from your mistakes and just not so forceful of like you know we try and force our kids to do things we try and force our kids to be people that we want them to be but they were very relaxed about hey like life is life and if you make mistakes you'll learn from them you know they weren't like oh don't do this and don't do that and they were just very um easygoing and very open-minded and allowing their children to make their own mistakes and become their own people. My dad was raised from a strict Southern family and you were to do this and you were to do that and you were seen and not heard, you know, that type of like rearing, child rearing, um, you know, just very different than... <laughs> the way my mom was raised. And I feel like I was blessed to have both of those different um, child rearings, you know? Um, I got the good and the bad of both sides. So I feel like I'm very balanced in that way. And I feel like it encourages me to really be balanced about the way that I raise my kids. You know, sometimes I'm like, absolutely no. And then other times I'm like, you know, well, go ahead and see how that works out for you. You know, <laughs> so um, very, very blessed to have my parents be who they were for me. Um, and going forward without them is incredibly hard. Um, but I also feel like I've learned so much and I've taken so much of who they are and I have put it into myself that I feel like I'm going to be just fine. Um, in the sense of like, you know, emotional and like just physical and then, you know, financial life lessons from them and, you know, things of that nature. I feel like I'll just be, I'll be just fine as long as I remember everything that my dad taught me, remember everything that my mom taught me and put it both, you know, into action. I feel like, you know, I'll, I'll be okay and my kids will be okay and we'll all just be okay. Um, but yeah, those are some things that, you know, have come up this week for me, just um, missing my parents and, you know, doing life without them. It just feels weird. You know, so like if you have your parents and 
you have the chance to like hug on them one time or just give them a kiss one time, like just do it. Um, because once they're gone, there's no pain that matches it. I promise you, like this is just weird. It's weird. It's different. And I feel like, um, if I didn't have to go through it, I wouldn't. So if you have your parents, let them know how much you love them, even though they get on your nerve or whatever the situation is, give them a hug, give them a kiss and just let them know that you appreciate them being there. Um, so yeah, uh, that's it for this episode. Um, don't forget that I do have a YouTube page literally just talking l-i-t-e-r-a-l-l-y-j-u-s-t-a-l-k-i-n-g so on my youtube page i literally just have a few videos about literally just talking the podcast some episodes of the podcast are on there um but going forward i will be on apple podcasts uh, you can subscribe to get episodes early. And then there are some episodes that are just for subscribed listeners. So yeah, that's it for this week. I thank you guys for listening. And again, shout out to my listeners all the way in Brussels, Belgium. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.